happy, Vicky, just be happy with this quick game. Not since the days of the New York Islanders lifting four straight cups in the 80s has there been positivity in Long Island. I'm Trevor Beggs, you're listening to The Quickie, one of four shows here on the Nux Misconduct Network. We're getting towards the tail end of my look around the NHL and today I'm focusing on the New York Islanders. Yes, those Islanders surprised the hell out of everybody when they won their first playoff series since John Tavares scored that winner against the Florida Panthers, but they did it in much more dramatic fashion by sweeping the Pittsburgh Penguins in round one last year. No one saw it coming. Don't lie to me. You didn't see it coming either. And this year, they're not quite the same team, but they're still right there in the playoff mix. They'd be in the playoffs if we go to this 24-team format. Uh, right now, they would face off against the Florida Panthers, and you know, I guess that's a cool rematch for people in Long Island, but it's probably one of the less interesting matchups out there in general. But today I'm here to talk about the most surprising player on the Islanders and the biggest disappointment. Now this is going to be something that most people don't want to agree with, but the best Brock in the NHL this season was not Brock Besser. It was Brock Nelson. Yes, Brock Nelson of the New York Islanders. You know, he's always been a solid middle six player for New York, but this season at the age of 28, he took his game to the next level. He led the team with 24, 26 goals. He had 54 points, which was second to only Matt Barzell. And he was a force at both ends of the ice. Of course, Canuck fans, you probably don't remember the last game against the Islanders all that much. But Brock Nelson had a hell of a game that night too, scoring two goals. One was at the highlight real variety. Now, you wouldn't really think of Brock Nelson as a force in the NHL. But that's what he was in Long Island this season. That big physical center that can score goals, that can defend, that can kill penalties. He's everything you want in an NHL player. Now, there's another big body here on Long Island that hasn't quite been as successful as Brock Nelson. And I'm going with Michael Dow Cole for the biggest disappointment on the Islanders this season. Now, of course, Michael Dalcole and Jake Furtanen, they will go down in infamy in the top 10 of that draft as being players that never lived up to their draft height. Now, we talk about Jake Furtanen, and he's been in the NHL for the better part of five seasons. But Michael Dalcole, this is really his first full season in the NHL. And it did, it did not go all that well. It didn't go all that well for the 23-year-old. Now, it's funny to draw the comparisons to Furtanen because... They're both big bodies, they're both wingers, they're both known to have a heavy shot. But Michael Dalcole, in 53 games this season, had 4 goals, 10 points. He was an absolute drag in terms of possession, although a lot of Islander players were. And it just, he could never find his rhythm with the Islanders. He's been a bottom 6 player, marginalized in a role that he's not really well suited for. And I know Islanders have had some some great prospects come through on defense, but Michael Dalcole is one former prospect at forward who just isn't panning out. Kind of like Josh Hosang. You know, they haven't had a lot of luck in that department, have they? Speaking of luck, speaking of love for Long Island, like I said off the top, there doesn't seem to be a whole lot of love for Long Island from both former people who have lived there 
and for fans of the Islanders in general. I know we've talked to Dan Saraceni. Uh, he writes and podcasts for SB Nation's Lighthouse Hockey, which covers the New York Islanders. And he talks about the dwindling fan base for the Islanders. Now, part of that probably has to do with them moving all over the place from the Nassau Coliseum to Brooklyn to God knows where. They're going back to Long Island soon. But most people nowadays are deciding to hop on the Rangers bandwagon. And why the hell not? Artemi Panarin, one of the stars of the game. If you want a gateway to get into the game, you're going to watch Artemi Panarin. You're not going to watch the New York fucking Islanders. Now reading about Long Island, hey, you know, they got beaches. I like beaches. They got some nice walks. But a lot of people talk about the over-pollution, the high, sky-high rent prices. I guess that's a problem all across New York, but... I assume most people want to live in New York. They actually want to live in New York and not on Long Island. There's one guy, you should read it, geeksjourney.com. He absolutely rips into Long Island. It's he, I think this guy dedicated like 10,000 words talking about how much he hates Long Island. Um, that's And the title is called, Why I Hate Long Island with All My Heart and Soul. Yeah, that's uh, it's, a, it's, a scathing, it's a scathing little piece there. It's a scathing little piece. Anyways, Islanders fans... I've always been a fan of the purple and orange. It's original. You got that going for you. But since the mid-80s, that's about all you got going for you over in Long Island. I'm Trevor Bakes. Thanks again for listening to The Quickie on the Next Misconduct Network. Wrapping up the finish here. Looking at every team around the NHL during this hiatus. And then I got to figure out what to do afterwards. But in the meantime, stay safe, take care, and we'll talk to you next time.